Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. How y'all doing out there? Okay, so we just gonna let you know real fast, this is the Undressing Room Podcast That's presented right. by Macy's. And we are super excited because this is the first time that L'Oreal and I have had the opportunity to do our podcast live right, right here for your cruising yes. pleasure with the Tom Joyner Fantastic <laughs> Voyage. It's a special edition. Now, we will be having some amazing guests stop by as we cruise and talk and peruse and do what we do. Okay, let's move on and get our guests out here. Let's do it. We're talking about Thanksgiving. We have a marketing professional life coach and author here, Sherry Riley. She's going to be talking about making you a priority. And um, once again, we're going to get all in Sherry business. <laughs> what else is going on, love? Well, you know, Will Smith, we're going to be talking about some of his shocking secrets. Have y'all been hearing about the things Will Smith has been saying in his new book? Oh, well, I'm going to tell y'all a little bit about you it. You haven't heard, girl. It's a lot. Oh, it's really spicy. So we're going to get into that. But we also going to talk about gifts. Because we know sometimes we get stumped with what to buy people for the holidays. Some people ain't getting nothing. I don't know how y'all feel about that. Maybe you got to buy yourself a gift in lieu of beer. Wow. I like that. Yes. And then also, we're going to have another final question to address. And it's always spicy, Eva. So spicy. Always. This one is going to get real, too. Okay. So super duper excited. It's that Black Friday sale, Ooh. baby. This is my favorite time of year to shop. Black Friday is on Tuesday. That's right, November the 23rd through Sunday, November the 27th. So you can go ahead and shop Macy's or Macy's.com for the deals that you have been waiting for all year long. The whole year? The whole year. You okay. know y'all been waiting to save all that money for the huge savings on everything you need from your kitchen, from brands like Instapot, mm. Quiznart, yeah. Ninja, Nespresso, uh. and more. <laughs> and you can go ahead and get new cookware sets, even self-care and beauty essentials, everything, plush bedding, I mean, low. What don't they have on I sale? see that there's everything going on here. You're going to find huge discounts on furniture. Hello, new living room sofa. Hello, living room. Okay, and you'll get all your gift shopping done now with great deals on designer handbags. You love a bag, girl. I love me a bag. You know what else I love? What? You love it, too. What? Jewelry. Diamonds. Yes. Bling, bling. And top beauty plus watches. Huh, I ain't got time for that. No, you know what? <laughs> Once you get them that good, they're now called timepieces. Timepieces. That's time called pieces. the timepieces. Uh -huh. Excuse me. Yes, Wireless yes. headphones and toys from Toys R Us for kids of all ages. Now, remember, stores are closed Thursday, Thanksgiving Day, because that's the time that you're going to fill your belly. But you can shop online for Black Friday deals. Yes, and speaking of deals, there's nothing better than this Macy's Parade. And it is kicking off, officially starting 
the holidays I love it. with the 95th annual Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. This year's epic event is back in a full route through the streets of Manhattan. What's your favorite float? Because I know back in the day, I used to wait for Snoopy. <laughs> Snoopy good. I like Charlie Brown. Okay. But it doesn't matter who you like. They'll all be out there. The entire route is going down. They're going to be featuring balloons, fantastical floats, performances that span from Broadway, starts all the way to Main Street and marching band. So you can see it live in New York City. Just go ahead and tune in to NBC or watch via Verizon Live on Thursday, the 25th. That is Thanksgiving Day from 9 a.m. when you start cooking to uh -huh. noon when your food should be done That's cooking. That's right. And that is an all time zone. And if you're a fan of the parade like me, you know what happens at the end. What happens? Santa Claus comes on Ooh. down the merry way. And uh -huh. you know, that's the holiday gift finder. That's why I'm going to slide that in from Macy. Talk about the gift finder because you know what? We need to figure out what we getting people. That's right. Well, you can find out right with Macy's. And it might feel a little early to be talking about the holidays, yeah, but they'll be here before Halloween. you know it. Right or wrong, mm -hmm. right? Well, lucky for you, Macy's has you and everyone on your gift list covered with holiday gift finders and amazing gifts at any price, even $15 You know it's still a pandemic, so you got to watch that coin. Absolutely. So you need more inspo? Check out these gift ideas from Macy's. Even tell them some of them gift ideas. Well, know who you're looking for, okay? Okay. You got your list. You know who you Check need to get some for, but you're stumped. Okay. What do you get them? I don't know, but Macy's does. Macy's has a new feature. It's called gifts for dot, dot, dot. The dot, dot, dot is whoever you get for. Can you put dummy? Well, we're not going to get him a gift, oh, but okay. where you can take a short little quiz. It's super cute, Lo. So what they do is you put the name in. All right. You take a short little quiz I about like little things about who this person is, and then they tailor gift ideas for you. I so love it. So say, for instance, my co-host on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show, The Brat. Oh, he, I thought you were talking about me. So she's not going to buy me a gift? She's going to talk about me? I already know what I'm getting you. Oh, okay, okay. That's, that's A easy. muzzle. But, yeah, that, I already <laughs> bought it. But, like, for, like, The Brat, she's a pet mom. Okay. So if you want to know what to get her that'll make her feel special, then Macy's has that little app. You slide in there and they'll tell you all the cool pet things you that they have available. You got to get six available. of them because I think she got, like, six dogs. She has a whole kennel. Yeah, she has a lot of stuff. But easy stuff, soft cashmere sweaters warm fleece right everything that you might need from comfy slippers to trending puffing coats and don't forget i know what i know for yourself absolutely <laughs> you knew i was gonna say we it. ain't right you deserve something too that's right and like a cozy new robe that would be cute some designer shoes Ooh. like you have on right now you know handbag and we'll be giving away some money i want some money yeah. <laughs> i didn't hear y'all y'all want some money yeah. All right, well, this is sponsored by Macy. So Macy said, you know what? The holidays are coming up. We're going to go ahead and give away a $500 gift certificate, gift That's card right. to Macy's for a shopping spree. Mm -hmm. So make sure you listen up, okay, because you got a key word. Everything's not easy. You have to listen up. Listen for the keyword. L'Oreal is going to give it to you as we get later, later. a couple topics. Yeah, not yes, yet. Not, not yet. yet. Now, I believe you now. We can just go ahead and slide right on into this thing because, uh... I believe our special guest is here. Our special guest is here, and we're going to welcome her. The one and only Sherry Riley to the stage. Let's now, make some noise. Sherry Riley, let me give you a little bit of her credits as her beautiful. So, hi, gorgeous. Hey. Now, she has spent 20 years creating marketing strategies for global superstars and companies like Usher, 
Yes. Converse. Whoa. Warner Media. Now, as an empowerment speaker, high performance life coach, and award winning author. Come on, award winning author. My palms are just sitting next to her. I know. Exponential <laughs> living. Stop spending 100% of your time on 10% of who you are. Well, she helps professional athletes, corporate executive, entrepreneurs grow professionally and dominate personally and professionally. She speaks and trains at companies like the NBA, yes. the WNBA, Come on now. Indiana Fever, the Coca-Cola Company, J.P. Morgan Chase. I don't even know if I have enough words in the vocabulary. Talk about all that you do. Good Lord. You got everything going everything on, girl. Going Thank on. you. Now, we are two years, Miss Sherry, into this pandemic. And many people are, we just talked about it, we stuck in a rut. We don't know what to do. Personally, professionally, our parents, the kids, our loved ones, help us out. You done helped out everybody else. Help us, please. That's my question. Well, and I'm going to tell <laughs> one, one thing, the most important thing is I'm a wife and a mother. Come on now. That's the first thing. That's the first thing. Most important thing. Yes. Um, you know, I think the most important thing we can do to get out of this rut is to stop saying, I don't know. Come on. Stop saying, I don't know. Because the truth of the matter is you always know. Now, you may not be ready to deal with the consequences. You may not be ready to make changes. You may not be ready to make the hard decisions. Mm. But we always know. But here's the thing. What? We always know something. We may not know everything, but start with what you do know. Because every time you say, I don't know, you cap and eliminate and minimize what you do know. Mm. So the first step to get out of that rut is to stop saying, I don't know. What do you do with, I'm not okay? Because I do a, a segment on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show called Eva's Corner. I talk about all things womanhood, motherhood, and then the juicy stuff in between, like <laughs> V-steams and stuff like that. But one morning during the pandemic, I just, I couldn't get it together. And I decided to make my topic on, I'm not okay. And I think we're so used to having to be okay because you're a mom, because we're a wife, because we take care of nieces and nephews and our parents and the community. How do you get out of the rut when you don't know, when you're not okay? And if that is your actual truth. The first thing we gotta do is give ourselves permission mm -hmm. to not be okay. okay. How did you feel when you finally just said, I'm not okay? How did you feel exactly? Yeah. Did y'all see that? Because we are taught, especially as black women, that we have to hold it all together. When the truth of the matter is we can't hold it all together. So the first thing is just admitting, giving yourself permission to say, I'm not okay. Sometimes that's just enough. If it's not enough, then we have to be honest with ourselves. What do I need? Not what do I need to do for everybody else? What do I need? Sometimes it may need, I just need a break. I need 10 minutes. It may be I need not go to work today. It may mean I need to tell that grown child, you know what? You've been here too long, baby. Oh my you got goodness. a 45-day plan to come up out of my house. Mm. What do you need? But we have to be honest. We have to be honest. So first, give yourself permission to admit that you're not okay, and then be honest with yourself. But here's the thing. Give yourself grace and give yourself time to uncover what is it that you need. What does that mean, give yourself give grace? Give yourself grace. It means you have to give yourself the time, the grace of, if you don't have all the answers, focus in on what you do know. 
right? So if you can say, I'm not okay, that's the first step. The second step is I need to be honest with myself. What does that mean? Well, I haven't been honest with myself for so long. Where do I even start with that? So give yourself the grace to go. I don't have it all together right now. There's things that I do know, and I'm going to focus on what I do know. And then be honest. I don't even know where to start. Then give yourself permission to get help whether it's through a life coach, whether it's through that friend that you know will be integral and honest with you, whether it's through therapy, then you have to give yourself permission to get help. You know what I always have trouble with, and this is something that I would like to talk to you about, is saying no. Because there's always people that want to ask from you or ask you to do something that requires your time, your attention, whatever the case. How do you say no? No. I mean, you know, but really, you know what I mean? No is a complete sentence. So that's the first thing. No is a complete sentence. Now, how do you say no to those people that love you and depend on you? Depend. Those people, the ones that are hard to say no. Can I be real honest? No, no, no. no. Can I be real honest? Yes. Can I be real, real honest? Right. Here's the thing. A lot of times we don't say no in this instance because it's our ego that needs to be fed. Oh, say that one more time. It's okay. our ego. Because hear what, hear what you guys kept saying. Because they need me. They need me. They need me. They need me. Right? When the truth of the matter is there's something in your ego that needs that. You better teach and me that's over why you can't say no. But what about, like you said, the people that have their kids that are still at home? Like, like we said, we're in the middle of two years. Pandemic. There's a lot of people that don't have and can't afford to live out on their own and they are dependent on you so i don't look at that as ego more so of you not wanting to see them struggle or in the street if you know you have it so when someone said i think you said you're just that's just to know you're just saying it everything i've ever said i've lived so my oldest daughter is my bonus daughter and been in her life since she was four years old did everything for her put her through private school all of these things And I'm a woman of faith. I don't put my faith on anyone. I knew when my daughter was 15 that she was not going to be prepared for college. And so I met with her counselors. I did things that her mother, her father didn't know, meeting with the counselors because I knew what my daughter needed. Come on, bonus mom. Yeah. And so, but when she turned 18, God said, okay, you did what I ordained for you to do. Now you got to get out of the way. So when she turned 18, I sit down with her because my oldest was very resistant to me because she wanted this from her mother and her mother wouldn't give it to her. So there was a resistance there. So when she turned 18 and she graduated from college and we always had a very honest conversation and relationship, I sit down with her and I said, okay, you've always had resistance because it didn't come from your mom. She was like, I know. I said, you know what, baby? Now, you got to figure this out. And I told my husband from freshman year to senior year, we're not paying a dime for anything when she graduates. Nothing. Not a dime. Not a dime. But here's why I could say that. Because I had poured and my husband had poured so many things into her. She had to learn how to use those resources now. To make a long story short, for two years, for two years... I did, we did not support her in any way other than love, guidance, and information. Mm. 
She ended up going off, getting a townhouse with two other roommates. She got her a job. Fast forward, she is now in her second year at the New York Conservatory for Drama and the Arts. She has paid for her education through her work. She has two nannying jobs in New York. All of that is because I stood in the know. I stood in the know. My daughter would have never found out who she was and the power of who she was if I kept crippling her by trying to help her. Sometimes our help is the crutch. You better make some noise for Miss Sherry Riley. Where is my mama at? Because I got three brothers. I need, they, she needed to hear all of my that. My mama needed to hear that, too. That's why I asked the question. But can you let everybody know where they can purchase your book from, how they can support you, and listen to more of you? Yes, my book is Exponential Living. Stop spending 100% of your time on 10% of who you are. Woo. The Ford is written by Usher. We'll all enjoy him. The book is uh, sold and available anywhere books, e-books, and audiobooks are sold. And you can get auto copies at peaceisthenewsuccess.com. Thank you. All right, y'all. Now, we're going to get juicy, okay? That was beautiful. Those yes. were jewels. But it wouldn't be the undressing room if we didn't unbutton something. So we got to get somebody business. Y'all ready? That's right. All right. So I talked to y'all earlier about Will Smith. Some wow. of y'all said y'all didn't hear what's going on. Well, I'm going to let y'all know everything that's going on. So we talking about books. Yes. Now, uh, let's start with the fact that Will is getting completely transparent with this book. He's talking about his complicated upbringing and his secrets. Now, he admitted during his first few months of his first marriage to his wife, Sheree. Y'all know the one that he still goes on vacations with, right? Stop playing. Don't do that, L'Oreal. You know I got to be honest because we know have, we they, they are all entangled. Oh, they are all okay. okay. That one. Anyway... He admitted during this uh, six degrees of separation while he was filming that, that he fell in love with Stalker Channing. Y'all know who Stalker her? Channing is. Rizzo. I wish I had a picture. Because yeah. of all the beautiful black women in the world, I ain't saying nothing. I don't know how he fell for Stalker Channing. Me either. I guess it was Rizzo from Grease, the movie Grease. And maybe he watched that as a kid growing up or something and had some type of fantasy child. Because I don't know how he went from that to But tell the people Jada. what he's saying. Oh, okay. Okay. So him and Shannon kept their relationship strictly professional, but he pretty much lusted after her. He couldn't wait to get to work. He couldn't wait to speak to her, to hear her voice. He was in love with her. And mind you, his wife had just had their baby boy, Trey. So, uh, you know, that's a form of cheating, don't y'all think? Absolutely. If I think cheating is anything you wouldn't do if I was there. Mm. That's my definition of cheating because you do not have to get under sheets and do all of that. Any, you see your picture? The gag. She is not the one, child. And she, she don't is. get me wrong. She's most likely beautiful. But we're talking about Will Smith. And at that time, he was the absolute man. Every woman thought he was beautiful. Yeah. He could have anyone. Remember Fresh Prince when he had every single woman that you Tyra Banks, Neil Long. But but there was something else that happened in that book that was even more shocking than him lusting over this yeah, something a little woman. more shocking. Well, first off, he did talk about um, wanting to commit suicide and going through things like that. But then he also talked about his relationship with his father. Now, this is what took the cake here, y'all. Y'all ready? Fans were shocked when he revealed he wanted to kill his father. Now, this is when he was Will Smith, Will Smith. I'm not talking about as a, just a little Girl. boy. This is when he was already somebody. But he did start off like this. When I was nine years old, I watched my father punch my mother in the side of her head so hard that she collapsed. I saw her spit blood. 
that moment in my bedroom, probably more than any moment in my life, has defined who I am. Now, after pushing his dad around in a wheelchair, one day he wrote this, and this is when he was famous. I paused at the top of the stairs. I could shove him down and easily get away with it. As the decades of pain, anger, and resentment coursed, then receded, I shook my head and proceeded to wheel daddy to the bathroom. Now, his father is now deceased, but he lived throughout his whole life with his father still supporting him, holding this resentment of what he did to his mother. His dad was an alcoholic. He dealt with the violence in the home and kept it a secret for many, many years. And uh, he figured that if he called 911, he would tell them simply his father fell down the stairs and he's actor Will Smith and he would put on the Academy Award performance of his life, he said. And he said that they would have got he would have gotten away with it. He would, but then God would have tortured him every single day on this earth. Now can y'all believe this is something that he's been living with his whole entire career? People live with all kinds of stuff and we never know it. And that's the beauty of it because you know, as much as we like to put our heroes and our stars on pedestals, there's something about them normalizing and talking about, you know, just regular things, mother, father, siblings, and frustrations, depressions, thoughts, ideas, because it reminds you that we are all one. You are me and I am you. He's the great Will Smith, but he used the bathroom like every other man. He That's still right. has frustrations. He still has his own trauma. And it was just amazing to see. He literally planned in his brain how he could kill his dad and get away with it because he was going through that much trauma. Yeah, and you know, Jada has the Red Table Talk. She's been opening a lot about their sex what you think about that, Low? So that's what I wanted to ask everybody here. Do y'all feel like the Smiths are starting to lose Talk too that, much. You know, they're talking too much. Are like, they like your mama said, what business? happens at home stays at home. But, or is transparency the right thing to do because they're showing that they're also human? Or is that kind of blurring the lines of the celebrity thing and making it so that they're not on that pedestal that yeah. I guess they're supposed to be on? I want to hear, cause I hear no, no, no. I want to hear from somebody out here. So who thinks they talking too much and who thinks they not? Let's see some. All right, tell me what you think. What's your name? Keisha. Hey, Keisha. Hi. Hey, Keisha. I think it's kind of both. Um, I think some things just need to be kept behind closed doors. But I think also it kind of humanizes them because I think with celebrities, the problem that we face, that, that, that we face as regular people, is when we look at celebrities, we look at them as non-human or these upper feet. Like they don't, don't understand that, right, like y'all don't do anything or y'all, you know, and really y'all being celebrities, that's, yes, that's your job. That's, that's how you make money. Just like other people just, they, they serve burgers, that's their job. But that doesn't keep you from having regular human interactions or feelings or, or it, it's really just making them more uh, connected with regular people to say, yeah. hey, I go through this. Yes. And it, it opens up the doors for people to say, hey, it makes them relatable. Okay, give me the other side, because you said both. Well, yeah, what think, about the mystery? Well, I think with them, they kind of like because they've been married for so long and traditional marriage and stuff to what's now what's so-called traditional they've gone through all of that uh -huh. you see what i'm uh -huh, saying uh -huh. so i think 
two, sometimes you have to kind of table certain things because not red table. No, not ah. red table. <laughs> not red table. I just think some things just need to be just you can you can give a lesson without giving too much and keeping stuff to yourself. It, because I think when you have children involved and stuff or whatever, like you have to protect them too discretion. or whatever. But the child telling her business too. She right up on there like, yeah. I mean, no. but yeah. I mean, but but those I think those moments should be I love with that. family. Yes. You see what I'm saying? Yes. 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 They got yeah. the mom on there telling the business. Yeah. Thank Everybody. you, Keisha. Uh, uh, sis over here was hard. I want to know yeah. what you had to say, sis. Hi, my name is Latoya, and I'm from Chicago. Hey, shout out Um, The reason why I feel that they're not telling too much is because I look at it as, I'll say, as a regular person watching stars and everybody. And, right, non us as non-celebrities, me as non-celebrity. I can only speak for myself that when I'm getting to know them as that actor and what they're portraying, I also would like to know what they, what type of person they are outside of that. Mm. You know, because you can be that actor and be acting your whole entire life. Come on. And if you don't know something about that person physically or what they want to, you know, just if everything is just what they want to give you on screen and you don't know that person, how can you really feel like, oh, I really know that person yeah. or I can understand what that person is going through? So that helps me in the journeys and situations and things that I go through in my life. Love I have that. had to go through a cheating husband, um, divorced him, but he's the father of all my children. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we get along. God blesses us. You know, we get mm -hmm. along. You know, then I had to battle with breast cancer through I lost my oldest son to gun violence. So it's just that I'm, I'm a real open person. Yes. I don't. I don't, I don't know how to be fake, phony, or not show my emotions. Yes, I'm yes. being real. And you so shouldn't I have feel to. like if I'm giving you my time, whether it's spending my money, watching you on yep. TV, going to the movies, if I'm going to your concerts, whatever, I want to feel you. Yes. I want to feel you because I want you to feel me and feel where I'm coming I know from that's and right. what I'm feeling. Thank you. And that's all I have Thank you for Thank opening you for up. Thank yes. you. All right, what's your name, beautiful? My name is Avis. Hi, Miss Avis. Hi. And <laughs> since we're talking about celebrities and we made that question about are they telling too much about their life, you're a celebrity. What, what's your answer? What do you think mm. about celebrities um, telling too much about their lives and you're on a program? Right. You know, for me, um, I had to reveal some truths that were going on in my life that I didn't personally want to talk about. I didn't personally want on camera or in a blog but because we are entertainers sometimes we don't have the luxury of keeping things like that quiet so I ended up going through a not great situation with my um eldest's father and um all of our court documents ended up on TMZ so before I could say anything TMZ is over here asking me and I'm like well how how you know I was supposed to be here this morning at nine o'clock? Like, who called you? So there comes to a point what I realized is that God used that situation so that I could help other women. And it was something that was very shameful for me. So I did not want to talk about it. I did not want people looking at me like, oh, she's weak or she gets beat or whatever. But I realized that the strongest women go through the same things that I went through. And there are women that I was able to help. Just a quick story is a woman working at a 
place I like to get my food from when I was pregnant. And she had been going through an abusive relationship for 18 years. It was the father of her child. Her son was 17. He had been beating her for years. It took my story that she saw on Uncensored to say, not Eva. Mm. Of all people, not Eva. So she cornered me, talked to me, and I started going back to check on her. Come to find out, she got out of the relationship. She left there. She moved. Her son is in school. And she's gone on. So no, I don't want to always tell things that I don't feel like is your business. But if I'm doing God's work, then that's part of his business. Right. And so it might be difficult to deal with, but it's part of the journey that God put us on. And I will say really quickly, like when I first started out, I did Love and Hip Hop, uh, the third season in New York. And the way things were trying to be revealed about my life that I didn't want out there was not something that I was gonna do. And especially when it was things that wasn't true. You know, and I walked away from that show after just doing one season. I wasn't comfortable with it. It wasn't something for me. And then I turned around and did podcasts where I tell all my business. I do morning radio where I tell all my business how I want to tell my business and how I want my story out there. What I'm not going to allow is for somebody like Mona Scott to come to me and tell me, well, we want to paint you in a positive light as a black woman that's doing this on her own, that's independent and working hard. And then you turn around and have drinks thrown at me and a girl I don't even know trying to fight. That's not my life. So that's not what I was going to allow her to do to me. So what I did was had to make sure I was in control of the story for my own life and that I was going to do that without anybody telling me how I was going to do that. And that goes back to our last conversation about the hazing because she sat and told me one thing and bonded with me on the fact that she see me from an intern at 16 years old, work at labels and be around artists from 12 years old while I was recording for a record deal to coming now where you're trying to make me look like a ratchet monster. And that's something that I'm not never and never going to be for you or anybody else, not a check or nothing. I'm going to be myself. Now, <laughs> we're listening to the Undressing Room Podcast. Presented by Macy's. Come on now, let's make some noise. Check out our personal Macy's shopping page at Macy's.com slash The Undressing Room. And yes. guess what? We still giving away a $500 Macy's gift card. Y'all ready for that keyword? How the dance went? Y'all ready? <laughs> it's Sparkle. I'm out of step. <laughs> so go ahead and head on over to theundressingroompod.com. Put in the keyword. And just say a couple of words to why we should be giving you this $500. Because if you do the sales right, you can get a whole lot from Macy's That's for right. $500. Uh-huh. Now, why you got my paper and yours? Because you was on the right page. <laughs> but um, I would like for you to introduce our beautiful next guest. All right. Now we're going to make some noise. For Marlon Williams, coming Woo! to the stage. Come on, Miss Williams. Hey, Miss Williams. Oh, aren't you cute? Miss Vice President. Okay. Yes. I see you. Welcome, welcome. That's how we give each other compliments. I see you, legs. Thank yeah, you. you know how black you know how black women. Okay, girl. I, I see you wearing that. That also means you look beautiful today. Yes, amazing. How are you? I'm up. 
awesome. Okay, I'm having such a good time. Go ahead, run in here. Go ahead, <laughs> no, I got it. All right. So, Miss Marlene Williams serves as the Vice President of Global Diversity, Equity, and Inclusions for StockX. All right. Ooh, now, in this role, I love StockX. Williams is responsible. Did you bring me some sneakers? Maybe. Okay. All right. Now, she is responsible for defining and building a corporate culture that values diversity and inclusion of backgrounds, talent, experiences, and ideas across the global organization. Williams was named to her position in 2020, having previously served as Chief Diversity Officer, Chief Programming Officer, and Deputy Chief Information mm -hmm. Officer, Tech Entrepreneur, and Associate VP of Economic Development. Lady, is there anything? I'm not a woman in color in tech. You know that that's serious right there. It kind of is. Yes, it it's is. A, it's a very big yes, deal. Yes, it is. Make your money, honey. Now, her start as a coder in cybersecurity got her into being a technology guru, okay? She has cracked the code on, y'all ready? Catching these men cheating. Come on, y'all. Yup, she done figured out the cookies and the algorithms and the DM, and that is why her fabulousness is here, because we need to know what are they doing and how do we find out. And she got to link up with the lawyer from Atlanta, the divorce uh, yes. lawyer over there. Now, uh, we yes. do a segment called It Goes Down in the DM, and L'Oreal goes into her DMs and she reads me the most outrageous messages that men send her. Women too, it, someone to drink her bath water. I mean, I've been disgusting, really nasty. So I, as a married woman that, thank the Lord, somebody took me off the market and put me on the side. I'm trying to help my friend decipher between what's good and what's not. Cause I'm having some trouble. Cause she has her guard up. So understandably so, yep. but I need your help, okay? So For you're sure. going to help us out, and you're going to help us decipher through some of her DMs. Yes. Okay, we're going to do all of that. Uh-oh. <laughs> Where are we starting with that, though? Well, what do most people think happens in the DMs of their booze? So what is the more typical uh, fear of a woman when it comes to somebody sliding in her man's DM? Interestingly, um, the largest fear is not about the stranger sliding into the DMs. It is the exes, the people who they weren't able to touch before, but yes. now social media opens that up. So it could be someone they were with before, somebody who was interested in them. So we don't even have to look for the new girl. We need to look for the one that they it's are. The older it's the old person. Yes. A lot, because think about it. When someone new comes into your DM, like for you, it's, you know, it's hard because people are here catfishing. You don't know. That's it could right. be a setup. Right. But if it's someone you know, that's different. It's a little bit like, oh, easier. I, remember that I old never thing. thought mm -hmm. about that. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. And, and I will say, nowadays, like you said, it's more easy to get in contact with people. Back in the day, you used to get just lose contact, and you would never see that fling yeah, or that person right. on vacation that you, that person on a time joined a Fantastic Voyage cruise right. you might have bumped into. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? But now, all they got to do is look up your name, look up whatever, and your social media pops right uh, that's right. And you know them. You know it's a real person. There was some feelings there, maybe. Uh -huh. uh, you know, he was like, well, I don't care about you. Yeah, you kind of might. You know, you still Your might. Yeah, you know, or, or, or somebody is trying to just style and profile. Like, you know, I want you to see what I'm doing. I want you to that see part. what's up. That part. That part. Yeah. So I need to understand 
When it comes to social media, now everybody plays their social media different, right? Some people have it like, this is my professional page because my work job looks at this page and I'm going to keep my other page private because this is where I have my blue moons on Sunday and I don't want nobody to know I drink beer. That's the turn up page. Right, but right. if you're a person that has just one page and you've been dating someone and maybe you've been dating, let's just throw a number out there, three months. Okay. It's now official. That's Ooh, my boo. We three went months to a, official? Three months official. Okay. We went to a party together. Together, I introduced it. We official. Now I want to know, what does it mean if they don't post you on their social media? Relationships aren't cookie cutter. So in some relationships, you want your person to say that I'm no longer single. But that's a big deal, y'all. Like there are so many relationships that break up because I'm with someone for three months. You off the market? What do you mean you single? Like. I'm your boo. It, you, I need to be posted up with you. Exactly. So it depends. It really just depends. Some people, like somebody said before, I don't want. I don't want anyone to know. It really depends on what. For me, I, you better. I better be posted up on it. Wow. What? You might die waiting to be posted on my page. <laughs> you are gonna die waiting to be posted on her yeah. page. Really? Yes. So uh, she did say I have a guard that's super up. Like I, one thing yes. about me is oh. I never want to be embarrassed. And some some people are a little sneaky. You post your boo up there, now everybody wants to see where your boo at. Now they trying to look at his pet. Now they want to follow him. Wasn't nobody looking at his little ugly self before. <laughs> but now that I like him, now everybody want to follow him. He went from 200 to 2,000 followers now in he post. Fine. He wasn't fine last week. Why you wasn't following him then? You know what I mean? So I think that's what, <laughs> what it is for me when it comes to like posting. I'm not posting you because I know on the flip side, if I get posted, I know all your boys about to start following me. I know they about to start liking the pictures, and is that okay? Ooh. Mm, no. Well, yeah. yeah. They so, better be trying to get yeah. me. Come on, look at me now. No, yeah. no. <laughs> but once again, that's the thing. And you think about, like we said with the exes, uh -huh. you know, how, do you, how would you feel if your man was liking his ex's picture? How, How would y'all feel? feel? He'll feel stung because we're going to have a problem. His eyes feel kind of swollen up. How would y'all feel realistically if you seen your exes liking the pictures of their, I mean, your boyfriend, your current boyfriend or girlfriend or husband or wife liking the picture of their ex? Don't let it be in a bathing suit now, child. Oh, in a, a okay. chest out. That's Tell your name. Hi, my name is Mary Lou. I'm from Dayton, Ohio. Hey, Mary from Dayton. Let me just say this. With, with you saying your, his friend's going to like you, don't nobody want you to somebody else got you. Well, so you got to remember that. That's true too. Come on that's now. True. But how's he gonna feel about that though? But I need to, I want the algorithms, okay? Cause we ain't here talking girl talk right now, but sis got the code, like the actual technical code. I have some of the code. She got the code. We she about said to... I got some of the code. She got the technical code. I have the technical code, so, but my husband is here, so I can't tell all the code. Yo, husband. So, come on, he gotta leave. Hubby, we need hubby gotta go. <laughs> yeah. Hubby gotta go. I'm gonna tell some of the code, then everybody else find what is the technology? Days, 20 more days on a trip. What are so, some of the yeah. technology ways, the technological ways you mm -hmm. can use to catch someone cheating or being inappropriate? All like, right. girl. Yeah. So we talked about this earlier. Have you all heard about cookies? Like cookie, like the one who be coming on our cruise announcer. No. I know him. Oh, He's kind of no. funny, right? <laughs> no. Ta-ta for now. Yeah, so you know cookies. Nutella. They, so cookies is in technology. So for instance, if you go to uh, put in your browser and you go look at furniture, let's just say you look for furniture somewhere, uh -huh. and then you wonder why 
10 days later, you keep getting furniture yeah. things or... You ain't even raised your cookie. I thought exactly. it was Big Brother. No. It is, it is because you went there and it is tracking you. Okay. Now, the myth is you think that you can get kind of get rid of those things. Not true. Oh. So you can delete cookies. Mm. You can delete the cookies from how, the how website. How we find they deleted cookies? Hmm. Usually go to the trash. Because, see, people don't... They don't... So you delete them... Go to the trash. And it goes ladies. to the trash. Let but me your go trash, trash is trash. still there. Oh. <laughs> yeah, dig it through the trash. <laughs> but the thing is, I always say, especially with these DMs uh, for some other clients, is that when you have cookies and you on Facebook, your cookies show where you went. Sometimes it can show how long you were there. What? But it definitely shows what time you were there. So then the question comes is, why are you on Facebook at 3 o'clock in the morning while we sitting here? I thought we were asleep. What well, you know she's my friend. We've what been you, friends what you doing? <laughs> We've been friends since college. And it can timestamp everything? It timestamps it. Well, yeah. So your, oh, girl, your, cookie, your cookies follow you. Um, oh, man. I need all of that. Yeah, now, your cookies will follow you everywhere. Now, considering social media is what it is, can we have a healthy relationship with anybody and still be on social media? I think so. Wow. I said, earlier we said with today, it's, it's not your relationship is not cookie cutter. I think we just have to be adults and talk about what we do like and what we don't like. Look, don't let me see you liking this girl's picture with her cleavage out. I'm gonna have a problem, and I'm put my we gonna have some issues. Come on, French. Or if you don't care, then just say you don't care. But I think we don't have the conversation enough. Is D, if, if you slide into somebody's DM, is it flirting? Is it not? What can you say? Do I let you know that my ex came up in there? So, so, that, okay, so, so, can I say something? Because my husband got a whole lot of friends and he pledged and all of that, right? And his friends are married and they have wives and we're friends. But I find myself like, if his friend like my picture and comments in the comments, we Gucci. When you comment in the DM, that's the we That's all about to see one. this DM. I'm like, baby, look what your friend said in my DM. You got to show them because you never know later what that can go yeah. to. And it could be completely innocent or it it's could not. be a little trifling. Well, when you think about when somebody like, we talk about liking a picture. Uh-huh. Look, ladies and gentlemen, when you like someone's picture, it's, it is an invitation. It's an invitation for something. It is. You, you know, it I is. like your picture. And you be like, oh, thank you. Really? Or, I ain't going to tell y'all who was liking my pictures earlier. No, I was wait, like, wait, wait. Some of my sisters are not understanding. No. <laughs> Why is that an invitation? I was just... It is an invitation. No, it's an invitation if I... Com if, it's an invitation if I comment back. So... I like, you know, if I have a sexy picture out there or whatever, uh -huh. and somebody likes that picture, and then I may say something like to them, oh, thank you, that's so kind. That, honestly, more times than not, it's like an invite. It's a flirty thing it's back and forth. It's a flirty thing So back look, if you come on my page I'm and you like another picture. I'm about to go wear my husband's page out. I'm about yeah. to look at all you the comments. You come on my page, like a couple pictures. Now I see it. I'm going to go on your page and like a couple pictures. And that's the beginning of it's flirting. A, well, the thing is, if you, you so a comment for sure. But if y'all going back and forth, what, what do we expect is going to happen? We're going back and forth, like stuff, back and forth. But what it's if you just like the picture? Like, if you see a picture, say I see, I don't know, Kofi fine, but on my Instagram looking. You're not allowed to delicious like that picture. like yeah. he do. I'm not going to be like, damn, Kofi, you look fine. I can sit on the podcast. This is my work job. But, like, when I'm on my Instagram, I'll just 
put a like on there because he's a it's a nice picture. And so and that's fine. But what happens is then he'll come back. Make, nah, make, is he in his drawers with his chest all out glistening? Kofi is fine. So with his baby like oil on. If I like the picture, I'm not married. I'm liking it for a reason. So there, are there levels to liking pictures? Like, are there only certain? You know, you you feel me, sis? You see where I'm going? Because yes. I'm like, now I feel like I, I can't I have Instagram. There, you there are levels. You said there's level to liking a person picture, but you don't have to comment. For an example, I might see a guy's picture, and he might have something on his picture that I like. And I push I like. So you telling me because I said I like something that he has on and it looks nice on that picture. Did you comment? Does he have on clothes? Yeah, it might be something he like and I might say, hey, I like that outfit. I might go get that for my man. But uh -oh. I like it. So you mean to tell me I'm creating something? Yep. No, we didn't say that. Don't, Don't say not that. Not all the time. Well, it's you said it's level to like. So you mean it's... it's, it's it when you talk about the... So there's so many, the level to like is... What is the picture? Mm -hmm. What's the relationship? Is there a relationship where you can get yourself pulled into some trouble? Is it a relationship? Is it a relationship where he can get pulled into some trouble? So those are the things. So no, what okay, that's what, what I need saying, to understand. Right, it's, it's the back and forth, and it's a story. Okay. That's, that's a story. That's what I need to understand. Yeah, Thank you. yeah. It, it's what if, levels. What if he accuses you of stalking his social media? If you address things that you see there. What if he accuses you? Yeah, of stalking your, his Instagram or Facebook or his social media. Well, see, this is why technology is so great and nothing goes, nothing goes away. Because you can get a fake page. You can get a fake page. You take, you have your receipts. Yeah. Because this stuff, those messages are still out there. Those likes are still out there. So make sure you cover yourself that way. Okay. It's unfortunate. But if you do care and you do want to know how to catch him cheating, then sit down, because she's telling us everything. Okay. Because I care. Let's get to this final question, though, Eva, because um, uh, final this one's a little spicy. It, and this is going to okay. be our final, final question. Not we like gonna... the last time when we had, like, a fake final question and then kept going. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now, like I said, the final questions are a little bit sticky, so oh, I just want to throw the disclaimer out here. Do not get offended, ladies, okay? No fights. And, but I would like to know any stories. I feel like this corner going to get up. I feel it. I feel it. Okay. The final question today to undress comes from someone um, based in a place that they would not like to share. They said, now remember, girl code ladies. Hey, not sure if you know, but your boyfriend told me that he's not with you right now. I was pretty sure that that was a lie, given the fact that I found your profile and saw everything. Nothing happened with us, but he wanted it to. Just wanted to give you a heads up in case you guys are still dating. Hashtag girl code. Now, have you ever reached out to a woman, friend or otherwise, to let her know that her man was trying to holler? Are you a... I'm staying out of it, it ain't my business kind of girl? Or are you a, hey sis, come get your man kind of girl? I wanna know who you are, where Girl Code lives on this boat. Hey everybody, it's Dr. Catrice. Hi Dr. Austin. Yeah. That's my dentist, everyone. Hello everybody. So it didn't happen to me, but my girlfriend when I was in dental school was engaged to be married and her fiance, was sleeping with my soror. And I wasn't sure that this soror was telling the truth, but when she told me 
the complete layout of when you walk through the door, where her picture you knew it. Like the whole she, she laid out the whole layout of my girlfriend's apartment. Wow. Okay. Weeks before they are supposed to get married. Dr. Austin, are were you in a wedding? I wasn't in the wedding, but I was an attendee. Ooh, girl, it's time still going down. So okay. oh. I have this decision. He's sleeping with two of my good girlfriends. Not two. Two. Do I tell my friend? And which one do you tell? I'm telling both. I had to tell both. And what I, happened? My girlfriend is about to walk down the aisle. She's in love with this man. Oh my God. And I had to tell her. I was like, And what you do? How you do it, Doctor? I was like, Girl, Reggie <laughs> is sleeping with my girlfriend. What's her face? No. I had to tell. Did I you take her to eat? We're still friends. You we think? Went, we, we went on a girl's trip. We went to Mexico. She said, I need to think on this because, I mean, the, you know, in Ebony Magazine, how uh -huh. they post, you know, who's getting married. Who's yeah. In, they was that couple oh. in Ebony, like the whole ba-dum-bum-bum. So we go on vacation to Mexico. She's like, I just need to get away. I need to think if I'm going to still marry this man. Yes. After going away. She thought about it, and she decided she was going to still do it. Yep. And they're still married 30 years later. So wait a minute, can yes. I ask you a question real quick? Yes. Did she ever tell him what she knew, and did she tell him it came she from yep. you? She confronted him. She told him. That it came the, from you? That it came from me. And He's still the, cool with you. Here's the crazy thing. Why did she tell him it came from you, though? It, it's cool. He actually came to me and said, thank you. Oh, come on. I, I don't know why. Can I but, sleep with you, too? No, so three is a charm. But he was like, thank you. I understand you're a real one. I mean, I, I messed up. Oh, I shouldn't no. have been doing this. I love this person. And Dr. Austin. I know. But I was like, I cannot. If like a friend friend is going to tell me. Tell me, you I would want to know. know. People, I want to know. know the truth. I'm about to marry this guy for forever, ever. I mean, I she's to, still married him now. She's still, she's but still she married him. went into it knowing, though. Exactly. She made a conscious decision that I'm going to stay with him. I love him. And they she, might have an arrangement. Say and, what y'all want. Exactly. I'm not coming to nobody as a woman. I don't know what y'all situation not tell. is. Because here's the thing. I don't know what y'all situation is. I don't know what y'all talked about. I don't know if y'all okay with cheating on each other. I did this if before. If you saw my husband somewhere, you I wouldn't say nothing. I did this before. Listen to me. I did this before with one of my best friends ever. I was friends with her for a very, very, very long time. I told her the truth. She looked at me like I'm trying to ruin her relationship, and I'm hating on them. And I'm like, girl, I don't care about him. You, well, I cared about her. But I don't care about y'all together as a couple, whether y'all together or not. No. That doesn't matter to me. I'm telling you what the truth is. I wouldn't tell either. She felt a way about it, and she definitely, I feel like from that day on, even though we remain friends, our relationship changed forever. And the crazy thing is, she got another boyfriend, and the sicker part is, somebody reached out to me about him cheating on her, and I just let it go. Because that, what was I gonna do? Get I know y'all got something to say over here. Real quick, Eva, sometimes men have this power over their woman or whatever the case so that it doesn't matter what you tell them. They looking at everybody else like the enemy just to That's protect That's fine, but still, I want, and I'm going to tell you why, because I was a side chick and didn't know, but I'm going to tell that story after this young lady. Uh, yes, uh, I was in the military 20 years, and my best girlfriend, uh, she says she's going to marry this person. Now, I came back from Korea, I came back, I, I didn't know who this person was, mm -hmm. but I knew we have a co-ed building, which I lived in, okay. and Friday night, 
that wall was moving mm-hmm. back and forth. Somebody rocking, knocking the boot. Yes. <laughs> so then she says, okay, told me, well, who is I said, who is this guy? And she said the name, I still didn't know him, but when she said something else, I said, that's the guy next door to me. Uh-oh, uh-oh. So I didn't tell her that I knew what he was doing, but I said, check things out before yes. you finish up sure? everything. Mm-hmm. That's yes. right. And he proved himself bad, so I didn't have to say anything. See, I, I like that's that right. One. You did that right. That's called hinting, and but I like that For me, <laughs> I would like to know, I dated a guy, I knew a guy for nine years as friends. We never dated, we were just friends, right? And we have a lot of mutual friends. Nine years pass, I end up having a child, I'm not with her father, I'm single. This friend comes in, we go bowling one night, and bowling led into, this might be romantic. Bowling and bowling. No, we was really just bowling. <laughs> so, this is a nine year friendship, right? My guards are down a little bit, because I consider him a friend. He knows what I've gone through, all of that. We've started dating, maybe six months into dating. I get, he goes off to work. So I give him a phone call, and a woman answers his phone. And I'm like, oh. of course that was just his best friend. <laughs> I look back at the phone like, hello? I said, hello, can I speak to such and such? She said, hello, Shirley. <laughs> <laughs> this is Barbara. I said, can I speak to such and such? And he's like, um, I need to understand who you are and why is your number in his phone? And I was like, um, I'm so sorry, but who are you? And that's my boyfriend. And uh, she said, baby, I've been with this man for three years. This is not your boyfriend. I realized in that moment, I was a whole side piece. Had no clue that this guy had a girlfriend, then started dating me after having known me for this long. And we have so many mutual friends. Someone could have told me that man had a girlfriend too. Someone could have said something. Now I'm feeling crazy. So I would like to know, I just wouldn't want to be the messenger. All right, I think we got one more comment. That's crazy right there. Okay, okay, okay. My name is Valerie. Hey, Miss Valerie. Hey. 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 Don't get us started now. Don't start up in here because (laughs) you know I've been through it all. You know I've been through it. I had a phone call from a woman in the hospital. She said, could I speak to David? I said, David's not here who's calling. Uh, yeah, tell him it's his friend in the hospital who just had the baby. I said, what? Not a friend. Don't play. I said, well, he's not here, but I can give him a message. She said, well, who is this? I said, this is Valerie. Oh, you're his cousin. Not cousin. I said, no, ma'am, I'm not his cousin. I've been with this man 10 years. Not 10. I said, well, who are you? And she gave me her name. I said... I seen pictures of you, his arm around you. Aren't you his cousin? Oh, y'all all family. He told her I was his cousin. He told me she was his cousin. (laughs) And that's why we need you. This is what I'm saying. See, technology will help me. Having his baby. And he was out with, wait, wait, wait. He was out with somebody else because he wasn't with me and he wasn't with her. Oh, cousin number three. It was another one. It was like, he oh, had oh, that he, baby. Yes. We yes. are family. So, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm driving down the street. I see his van. Uh-huh. Oh, Lord. Burger King. Not Burger King, have it your way. So we find the third one. He I the big whopper. I did a U-turn. 
I go in the Burger King. There he sit with this woman. It wasn't me. It wasn't her. He took her to Burger King. To Burger King. I said, so I sat down at the table. I know. I know. Can I love you, Miss Can I get another three with cheese? I said, um, what's this? Uh, she says, well, uh, I guess I'll go to the bathroom. Y'all look like y'all need to talk. I said, this, who is this? Is your cousin? Well, <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't say a word. There was nothing coming out of his mouth. But I'm the type of person, you're not going to give me to act a fool. I'm not coming out of my character I know that's right, Queen. nobody else. That's right. I just got up and said, well, you and your cousin have a nice evening. And oh. Your other cousin just had your baby. Congratulations. <laughs> Damn, I don't know what? if that's this, or what. Oh, my God. <laughs> Let's make some noise for these men yes. out here. They never cease to amaze us. <laughs> they be Go download up. cookies right now. Oh, no, that's already right. on your phone. <laughs> Listen. Listen. Oh, my God. All right, well, that's the Undressing Room podcast, y'all. Well, that was our final question. And so the way we get our final questions are we go to our DMs. Yes. So go ahead on Instagram. Um, you won't get a side eye from your man from following us. It's no. the Undressing Room podcast on Instagram. That's right. And slide in our DM. She's going to decode them for us I and make do. sure they write. And we are going to undress. And we like to deal with topics that are hard to talk about. Exactly. The ones you don't really want to talk about because y'all are going to go in your room and talk about this a little bit later. That's the I whole point. Wait. Okay, and uh, we want to make sure we wish everybody a happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving! Because this is our Thanksgiving episode. So, yes. happy Thanksgiving. We gave y'all some dancing tips so that you could get some of that uh, turkey off of you and all that good <laughs> stuff in the last episode. So, make sure y'all revert back to that. But we do want to say you're listening to the Unjust and Run podcast presented by Macy's. Log on to theunjustandrunpod.com for episodes and links to our Macy's personal shopping page. Like I said, we got yams, grams, potatoes, potatoes, <laughs> Your name, your name. And we want to thank you guys so much for hanging out with us, for being a part of our first ever live broadcast for yes. our podcast. I actually like the more intimate crowd a little better because we got to talk to y'all. Yes. And, you know, y'all got to talk to us and tell us how y'all felt about everything. And we really appreciate y'all yes. being a part of the show and just coming out to make sure you came and support me and my girl, Absolutely. Eva. Make sure y'all listen to all the older episodes yes, of the Unjust to it. Podcast. It's hilarious. You yes. gotta hear the Brat episode. Oh, oh my God. The episode with the Brat is a good one. And um, it's available wherever podcasts are available. So you could just go download them right now. Listen to them while you're on the cruise or on the plane. And don't forget your keyword, you guys. It's Sparkle. Sparkle. Go on over right now to theundressingroompod.com. Slide in there, put in Sparkle, give us a couple of words of why we should give you this $500 gift card from that's Macy's. Right. And that's our time. Thank you guys for having thank you us. Guys, and thank you, Macy's. Thank you, Macy's. The Undressing Room Podcast presented by Macy's is an Urban One Reach Media production hosted by the one, the only, Eva Marcel and L'Oreal. Executive produced by Kobe Cope Tyner. Associated producer, Alexis Felder. Editing and production by Dunkus. Sales and corporate partnership, Josh Romani. Michelle Marino and Kadisha Campbell. Research, Lori Hall Flowers. Digital marketing, Sam Styers, J.R. Davis, and Tim Hall. Digital creative, Alvin Francis. 
content provided by MadamNoir.com, Bossom.com, and HipHopWire.com. Stay connected at TheUndressingRoomPod.com. See you at the next episode.